Have you ever fallen in love with a certain type of medium? You spend so much time getting used to it and cherishing it. You become involved with the community of the medium. You make new friends because of the medium. It affects your life for the better. What was a simple curiosity has now made a huge impact on not just what you watch, but how you interact with people, how you perceive situations, and how you think. I am in my formative years, meaning the medium we consume when we are ages 12 through 18 shape us into the people we become. So you consume and consume and consume as much of the medium as you can. As time goes on, the medium becomes more stagnant. The original plot suddenly turned to typical tropes. The shocking plot twists become much more predictable. What was once a thing that uplifted you now has become something that you're disappointed in. You're wondering if you should just quit the medium as a whole, but then something comes along that makes you say, yes. It makes you realize why you fell in love with the medium in the first place. For me, that medium is anime. And for that special yes, that is Cowboy Bebop. Set in the rims of outer space in 2071, Cowboy Bebop centers around four main protagonists, Jet Black, a once-renowned cop, portrayed by two of his loved ones and was forced to go into hiding. Faye Valentine, the woman who is cryogenically frozen and suffers from amnesia. Edward Wong Hal Pepelu Trevusky, the fourth. Yes, that's his real name. The br he was the brilliant genius hacker who was a child of Earth and abandoned by his father. And Spike Spiegel, the once outlaw who was left behind due to a horrible falling out by his closest friend. Oh, and Ayn, of course, the genetically engineered Corgi. Cowboy Bebop is a masterpiece. It is a magnum opus. It focuses on letting go, moving on with your existence, facing your fears while accepting your vulnerability and ignorance, rather than overcoming them. This anime opened the floodgates for a brand new generation of anime fans. Of course there was anime in the 90s, this anime was made in the mid-90s, but this brought a whole new generation of anime fans into the fold. Anime always had its little niche audience, most of that audience being on Adult Swim's Toonami, where localized anime from Japan would broadcast into American homes for the first time. But the success of Bebop was unprecedented. When I finished watching the series, staring into my television screen, looking into the abyss of outer space of the final shot, I was misty-eyed and felt a weird feeling I've never quite felt in a show before. I felt like I was saying goodbye to a world, like I was losing a part of me. See, I didn't binge-watch this show. I watched this show over the time span of eight months, even though the series only has 26 episodes. And while the series is a masterpiece, it's not very bingeable. It's not your Game of Thrones, it's not your Stranger Things, it's much like the characters, it's slow-moving and slow-paced and easy-going. And its pacing allows you to know the characters and wants you to soak up as much time with them as you possibly can because before you know it, you'll finish the series and you'll wish that you'd cherish the time that you had with the characters. And in the past 20 years since its conclusion, Cowboy Bebop's approach to isolation, the human condition, and philosophy hasn't become irrelevant. Every character feels fully fleshed out and mostly episodic episodes called Sessions allow you to feel like you're hanging out with the Bebop gang. This anime has something many anime strive to have, a sense of completion. 
Being 26 episodes and having no air allows the story to flourish. The soundtrack is amazing as well, perfectly capturing the hilarious, the dramatic, the crazy moments the show has to offer. But I would come to expect that coming from the creator, Shinshiro Watsunabe and his long line of anime musical masterpieces, it was an, it was an homage to rock, jazz, and classic music. Like the soundtrack, Cowboy Bebop is a representation of coming together. Unlike other anime in the 90s, the show aimed towards young adults who were struggling to find their way in the world, rather than most target demographics, the teenager who was just looking for a simple thrill ride. The original anime distributor, Bandai Namco, just wanted to sell toys, but when they were losing faith that the anime would actually sell toys, they pulled the show from their catalog. Bandai Visual, Bandai Namco's sister company, swooped in at the last minute to give Watsunabe a second chance. This gave the team more freedom to do what they wanted to do. And it went pretty well, but despite the praise over the show by many fans, some people didn't appreciate the level of violence as Japan was facing a lot of backlash over the violence it was getting over the past couple of years. It was decided that the show would only air half of the 26 episodes intended, thus killing the show very early on in its lifespan. Hope was not lost. Watsunabe ended the final episode with a title card saying, This is not the end. You will see the real Cowboy Bebop someday. And surely enough, it came back, uncensored, soon to cross the Pacific Ocean. Despite the fact that it was made in Japan, American audiences fell in love with the clear homage to the spaghetti western genre, a type of film that had just recently died out. Every episode felt like it was an homage to something. Whether it was a specific movie or just a whole genre, it was clear that Watanabe and the crew behind the show had a clear passion for what they were making. One of the rare cases, um, in one of the rare cases in any anime ever, Cowboy Bebop is one of the very few anime that I would consider the English version to be su superior to the original Japanese version. The way that the actors brought these characters to life is nothing short of legendary. There is no one I can picture playing Spike Spiegel better than Steve Blum. Before Bebop, English anime localizations were very mediocre at best. Most English anime voice actors were only there to make a quick buck. But when Bebop aired, the voice actors captured the emotional weight of the characters perfectly and it was the first anime to really have a great English dub. And I honestly recommend watching this series multiple times. There are countless Easter eggs, foreshadowing themes, and you feel more emotionally invested after realizing what the crew's backstory actually is, because the characters' backstories are scattered throughout the series, rather than just dumping a bunch of exposition on you like m most series actually do, which I don't really like. The main theme of Cowboy Bebop is feeling like you belong somewhere, and once you realize that it's ended, you want to go back, you want to feel belonged again. The themes of Jet and Spike's friendship, Faye's identity crisis, Ed wanting to be mischievous for the first time in his life and not find his father, the dogfights, the silent quietness of spaceships, Ed being mischievous even more, philosophical musings, the wacky facial animations, and the questioning for your own mortality are all very prominent things that the show attempts to do, and they, and they do it in an amazing way. At first, you might think that you know everything about the leads. The old grouchy guy who's too old for his job, the basket case who's already incredibly, incre incredibly wacky, the cute girl, and the amazingly cool cowboy. All of these characters are layered and have defense mechanisms. As the series progresses, you start to see the layers go away, and they start to feel genuinely raw. 
These people are not the most kind-hearted of the bunch. They're shades of gray characters, like we are, like we all are. There is no good or evil, only shades of gray. At first, they only look out for themselves, but as the series progresses, the characters start to grow more accustomed to each other, um, other than Spike and Jet, who've known each other for a while before the series even started. And these characters, they weave in and out of each other's lives. And one thing that encapsulates the feel for Bebop is its opening theme. It's colorful, snappy, angsty, and different, just like the characters in the show. The song shows the char- the song shows that the characters they want freedom. They want to do risky things free of judgment. They will do new things by not being traditional. That is Cowboy Bebop. I feel like Cowboy Bebop was trying to capture different aspects of life. Betrayal, loneliness, sexuality. The world is full of sob stories, things that, if you think about too much, would ruin you. The hardest thing about facing the world is realizing how much hardship there is. Death is a complicated thing. It involves a certain heavy weight, and as the show puts it, no spoilers here, weight that we're eventually going to have to carry. When I was first watching this, I was in a complicated stage in my life. Like a lot of the characters, I felt disconnected from everyone and everything in the world, and relating heavily to the flawed, deeply human characters. I wish I can go back in time and experience the series for the first time again, to feel that sense of belonging that the real world couldn't give me at the time. To want to go back to the Bebop gang, to be in their world, and Netflix is making a live-action series. Um, I'm not too excited about it. I really think that they're playing with fire, but I'm wondering if it'll touch its viewers like it did 20-plus years ago. With a blend of deep characters, rich storytelling, and an amazing score, Bebop has earned its spot in animation history. The theme of loneliness and belonging is still present today, even in these trying times. So, until we meet again, see you Space Cowboys. Bang.